and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music-obsessed mates have a chat about what they've been listening to this week, as well as a sprinkling of news items. You are listening to episode 31. My name is Vivian. And my name is Maddie. So we're going to go straight into our news segment. Maddie, what's our first story? Our first story is about the infamous Kanye West. Oh no. <laughs> um, so this article is from NME, written by Elizabeth Aubrey, and it reads... Kanye West hires bus to play Jesus is King around the streets of Manhattan. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye West has hired a bus to blast out his new Jesus is King album around the streets of NYC. Earlier today, West dropped his eagerly anticipated album after multiple delays. Fans across the globe have since been reacting to its release on social media. Fans around New York City have been capturing pictures and footage of the bus. There's a whole bunch of um, Twitter and... Oh, wow. Instagram of <laughs> videos course. of this bus going through. <laughs> so, um, in a wide-reaching interview with Zane Lowe that went live yesterday on October 24, uh, West revealed that a second album, Jesus is Born, will be released this Christmas. West also opened up about his recent conversion to Christianity in the interview. West said, quote, Now that I'm in service to Christ, my job is to spread the gospel, to let people know what Jesus has done for me, he said. I've spread a lot of things. There was a time... That was a weird line, wasn't it? What the heck? Sorry, keep going. Yikes. I know. It's it's a lot. Kanye West is a lot. Anyway, I'll continue the quote. So it says, I've spread a lot of things. There was a time I was letting you know what high fashion had done for me. I was letting you know what the Hennessy had done for me. But now I'm letting you know what Jesus has done for me. And in that, I'm no longer a slave. I'm a son now. A son of God. I'm free. I just can't, buddy. (laughs) What is that quote? Though? What was oh my that quote? God. I've spread a lot of things. I've spread a lot of things. That what? could be taken in so many ways. Why would not you say go it like that? Oh man. Um, so yeah, Jesus is King is out. Um, Kanye West has new music. Haven't listened to it. Neither have I, and I have no don't really plan desire to. to. Uh, as you can probably tell, we're not really fans of uh, Kanye West. No. Um, I'm just very confused. I'm so confused. And the uh, follow-up Jesus is Born album yeah, that's, that's apparently <laughs> coming around Christmas. I, can't, I, hope it's, I hope it's Christmas music. I hope Kanye West releases Christmas music. Could you imagine? Oh my god. It would be... I just... I feel like that would be, like, breaking the simulation. Like, what is happening? Like, (laughs) suddenly Kanye West is, you know, praising God and Jesus around Christmas. Like, I don't know. This is a weird story. Yeah, the holidays are going to be a fun time when we hear Jesus is born. But, I mean, then again, I think this album, wasn't this album supposed to come out, like, a while ago, yeah. but then he lied. But then he's like, "Oh wait, actually." So maybe yeah, there that's were what's... multiple things that yeah. sort of like delayed it, and like when yeah, there was it was a whole you know so maybe, whole debacle. So maybe that's what's gonna happen with Jesus is born. Maybe it's gonna come out the Christmas <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after, oh wow. After he gets elected president. Oh my god. <laughs> I just don't even know anymore. Oh god, what is? There's something so interesting about his brain. I want a psychologist to, like, (laughs) dissect him. Break down Kanye West. Yeah, deep dive into his, like... Psyche. Psyche. Mm. That would be so interesting. Yeah. 
Definitely. Wow. So yeah, stay tuned for Jesus is Born, everyone. <laughs> I'm sure everyone will be pre-saving that on Spotify and Apple. Mm, so definitely not us. <laughs> Absolutely um, not. But let us know if you actually listen to Kanye West and you like the new album, because yeah. if you like it, then like you know, good we on you. Might listen to it. <laughs> Send Maybe. us a recommendation. We might have to do it as a song suggestion on the podcast. Let us know. Yes. Anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> next. <laughs> <laughs> so our next news story is actually a follow-up from um, a story I talked about last week in terms of Lizzo. So this is coming from Music Feeds written by Alex Gallagher. And it says, Lizzo has filed a lawsuit against the producers who accused her of plagiarism last week. Last week, producers Justin and Jeremiah Raisin, along with Yves Rothman, accused Lizzo of taking elements of her song Truth Hurts from a track they claimed they worked on with the singer in 2017 called Healthy without giving them credit. Now, Lizzo has responded to the Raisins' claim, claims by filing a lawsuit against the songwriters. She also took to Twitter to respond to the claims, saying, quote, The men who now claim a piece of Truth Hurts did not help me write any part of the song. They had nothing to do with the line or how I chose to sing it. There was no one in the room when I wrote Truth Hurts except me, Ricky Reed, and my tears. <laughs> my tears. I love Same. that. As Rolling Stone reports, the lawsuit seeks, seeks recognition that neither the Raisins nor Rothman wrote any parts of the hit and do not deserve to profit from it. Quote, Today we filed a lawsuit on Lizzo's behalf to establish in a court of law that the Raisins are not writers of Truth Hurts and have no right to profit from the song's success said Lizzo's lawyer Cynthia Arato in a statement. Quote, The Raisins did not collaborate with Lizzo or anyone else to create the song and they did not help write any of the material that they now seek to profit from, which is why they expressly renounced any claim to the work in writing months ago as the lawsuit makes abundantly clear. Although it is all too commonplace for successful artists to be subjected to these type of opportunistic claims, it is never, never de- nevertheless disappointing that Lizzo had to take this step to put an end to the Raisins' false claims in their ca- campaign of harassment. With regards to Rothman's claim, the suit reads, like the Raisins' claim, Rothman's claim has no merit. Wow. What a development. What? Yeah, exactly. I just can't believe that... Well, I mean, I can believe that Lizzo has sort of hit back, but I didn't yeah, absolutely. think... Hmm. I didn't... I actually didn't think she would go so far as to file a lawsuit though because when I read the story last week I was like oh okay well this is kind of interesting because they seem to have quite a bit of backing I mean it was like a he said she said kind of thing but now like that Lizzo's full on said no like they had no part of this whatsoever I think in that statement that she put on Twitter, I think I saw somewhere that she found the inspiration from like a meme mm. and had no yeah. idea that that meme came from yeah. like that other thing. So, yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, the fact that she's actually, you know, wanting to protect herself and file a lawsuit, I say good on her. Like, that's, yeah. that's awesome. And protect your coin, girl. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm really happy that she's actually, you know, standing up for herself and, yeah. We love Lizzo. We, we stand a queen. Stand. <laughs> <laughs> so what is our third news story, Maddie? So our third and final news story is about um, some more new music that has been released um, by Miss Selena Gomez. Ooh. So I have an article from E! News here written by Billy Niles. So it says, 
With four long years between us and the pop princess's last album, 2015's Revival, she's finally kick-started a new era. It's not as though it's been radio silence from her in the meantime, what with the handful of one-off singles like Bad Liar and Back to You and killer collabs like Wolves, but Selena's certainly kept us waiting for a more substantive release that would indicate the long-awaited next album was at long last on its way. With two new songs that dropped in the span of 24 hours, that time has arrived. With the self-love ballad Lose You Love Me and the slinky up-tempo bop Look At Her Now, Selena's not just back, but she's getting real in a way she never really has before. And after everything that's gone down since she's been away, can you really blame her? So it goes on, um, the article listing all of the things that she's sort of been involved with in the time that she's sort of been on musical hiatus. <laughs> she definitely hasn't been like yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. But um yeah, this is first music for her from a while, like for a while. Yeah. I mean when she came out with Bad Liar, which I think was like last year or two years ago, mm. um that was supposed to be like the start of her next like album cycle. Yeah. But then like she went through a lot of health problems as well like yes, um yeah. with her lupus and then um I think she had like surgery or something Mm. so yeah i mean i'm not entirely sure i don't follow her that well but um yeah so obviously like she's gone through a lot of different things um since then but we both listened (laughs) to the songs we did because we wouldn't be um good podcasters if we didn't didn't. listen to what we were talking about exactly um thoughts (laughs) well Let's let's start with "Lose You to Love Me." Okay. Right? Yes. So this one, I don't hate it. I quite like it. Um, I'm not an enormous fan of Selena Gomez to begin with. Mm. Um, I really don't care for her music, but um, it's not the the only thing. Like, I'm just a bit disappointed that it doesn't sort of build as much as you'd hope it would for yeah. such an emotional and like mm. raw song. Like, I feel like the majority of the song is very hollow and very, like, it's sort of very, like, top level. Like, Mm. there's nothing really... Like, not in regards to the lyrics, obviously, because they are so, like, deep and emotional, and which is, like, amazing. They are very, very good lyrics. But, yeah, just the... Just the instrumentation overall, I think it's just a bit, yeah, bass level. Mm. I definitely agree, because I found out that Phineas produced this song along with a few other producers which is so interesting because mm. um, Phineas we've talked about on the podcast before he's such an interesting like oh, producer yeah. and in terms of how he plays with sound so obviously it wasn't just him um, that produced this song but I agree it does feel very hollow very sort of because the lyrics when you hear them they're very they are very vulnerable and very personal yeah. I just don't think the production matches that to yeah. any sort of in any sort of way. So yeah. I was also like in the same boat as you. Like it's a good song, but I wouldn't listen to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, exactly. And then look at her now. Uh, that's a bit of a train wreck. That that was not <laughs> Yeah. Look. I when I heard it, I was like, okay, this is de- it's definitely more upbeat. It's supposed to be like this kind of like I'm I've risen from my hardships looking yeah. now kind of thing. Yeah. Which is fine. But there's this weird I don't even know what to call it. I know. <laughs> I just... Like it's it's like a vocal sample. 
but it sounds so childish to me yeah that it almost feels like it's very outdated in a way like it feels very out of place yeah too. like you don't expect it when it happens when it you're happens kind you're, of like, like, taken aback. Uh, you're like oh this is a bit much yeah like, yeah and then it keeps going and going and you're like <laughs> okay and then it comes back the next chorus yeah and then the next one you're like okay we get it you can stop that now please yeah so mm. Yeah, I guess definitely we're not fans of that one. No, no, definitely not. But um, "Lose You to Love Me," I I really don't mind. I think yeah. it's, I think it's a pretty good track. It's a good track, yeah. A good comeback mm. song, mm. I think. Definitely, Miss Selena. So yeah, I guess we'll see where um where she goes in the future and when a possible new album comes out. Mm. Um, let us know what you think about. Um, Selena's new songs. We'd love to hear your opinions Please on them. Please do. Chuck us a DM. Chuck us a comment. Um, but that is it for our news segment of the podcast so far. So what we always encourage you to do every week is pause the podcast here, go down to the description and have a look at our Spotify and YouTube playlists. They contain all of the songs that we're about to talk about in the podcast from now on. And you can have a listen to them so you understand where we're coming from, what we're talking about um, while we do. So we will start with Song of the Week um, with Vivian. Yes, so I'll start us off. And my Song of the Week this week is Daphne Blue by the band Caminos. Ooh, yay! So (laughs) we've talked about this band before on the podcast when we talked about their song Know Me. Maddie, it was Maddie's Under a Rock. It, it was, was one of my favourite songs. Like, I still listen to it to it's this day. It's such a good and it's song. it's such a banger. Oh so my good. God. So Glorious. I was, I was so excited when you said that you were talking about the band community. I know. And this song, oh my God. So, it is completely, well, yes, it is completely different from Nomi in terms of its production, in terms of the, like, vocals, um, because... In this song, it's so much more upbeat, and it starts with this really infectious guitar riff. Oh, it's the coolest thing ever. Oh you my just God. know as soon as you hear it that this is going to be like a happy song, like a road trip song. Like, it just, it's perfect. And um, I love that guitar riff. And the coolest thing, though, for me is in the verses, you've got one, um, one of the vocalists singing and then in the chorus, it's actually another guy singing from the band. So I think it's the guitarist who sings in the, in the chorus. And, um, it's so good because they have such different voices. Mm, Yeah. Like so completely different, which is, it's such a nice like switch up, but the chorus is just phenomenal, phenomenal, glorious. Every (laughs) single positive word. (laughs) Every, Every synonym of that word that exactly. is in existence. Um, because it's so infectious and it's such a, like, I, I don't know why, but they kind of remind me a little bit of, like, a stadium rock band in terms mm. of they have these sort of, like, anthem-like songs that you can sort of just, as soon as you hear, like, the opening notes of the song or as soon as you hear the opening lyrics of the chorus, you just, you know that you're going to belt it out with them, which I love. I love that sort of, like communal thing that they have between them and the audience yeah um but it's such a cool chorus i love it it's like it's talking about you know longing for like an ex lover and they you know in this particular situation daphne blue the color reminds that person of them because that was the color of their eyes and it's like 
in the verses it talks about I saw someone wearing your go-to outfit and now I'm thinking of you and it's yeah it's a really cool concept I'm such a fan and you know it's really cool because um they released their recent EP um this year and I've been listening to to it's a really good EP and um just a few days ago, I saw on Miss Halsey's story. Oh my god, I died. When she was, uh, like, she put, like, a photo of this song on her Instagram story. And I was like, oh my god, I love that song. <laughs> Are we the same person? Yes. So, yeah, um, it's such a great song. So upbeat, so infectious. Definitely, please check it out. Uh, it's my song of the week, Daphne Blue by the band Camino. So, Maddie, what is your song of the week? My song of the week is from Jessica Mowboy. She has released her new album, Hilda, that mm. I talked about a couple of episodes ago. Um, and so the song that I'm talking about for my song of the week is called Who We're Meant to Be. And so I really, really like this one. Um, it's a bit different than I was sort of expecting mm. from Miss Jess Mowboy. Um, because the chorus, there's a, she plays a lot with like a lot of electronic and like EDM sort of yeah. influences in this one a lot more than she has. Like in previous songs, she sort of, you know, like dabbled in it and there were bits and pieces here and there, but this chorus is very heavily reliant on it because mm. it's got one of those typical, you know, like pre-chorus build up. There's like a really, really, really big high energy chorus and then there's a drop and there's like, you know, electronic samples that do a lot of the chorus work Yeah, as opposed to like a more melodic chorus but I really 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 love her voice in this one as well because there's like it's a lot more raspy mm. when she gets up it because she belts sort of in her higher register and yeah it's a lot more raspy and like raw and gritty um it's just yeah it sounds so very, cool. Very cool song yeah, yeah I really enjoy listening to it it sounds so cool because um she what you expect from her it's almost like oh you kind of have an idea in your head. But the main thing for me when I heard this was her voice. I was mm. like, this sounds so different from what I'm used to. And I don't know if that's just because of, you know, like the recording conditions, like that day when she recorded the song. But yeah. that raspiness is something that you don't, I feel like you don't really hear from her. Yeah, yeah. Because normally, like, you sort of think of, you know, like your softer, more like, like toned down sort of mm. ballads and yeah. love songs and all the rest of it, which there are plenty of on this album. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. They're gorgeous because she is recently engaged news. Mm, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she got engaged a couple of weeks ago. Love that. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of gorgeous songs in this album, but yeah, who we're meant to be is the one that is my song of the week. It's very upbeat and I've been jamming along to it. It's definitely a good, a good bop to listen to in the car. Nice. So, yeah, Who We're Meant To Be by Jessica Malboy is my song of the week. So we will go right into Under A Rock now, and I will start us off with um, a singer that you will all be familiar <laughs> with, but um, that's exactly what this segment is for. Exactly. So my Under A Rock is Maybe by Lewis Capaldi. Yes. So, yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I know what you're all going to say. I haven't really been listening to him that much because it was sort of another one of those weird, like... <laughs> everyone's listening everyone's to Everyone's listening to them. I don't want to go down the mainstream. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be, like, indie and You're cool, an individual. But it was not working. Um, so I finally gave in and listened to his album and this song maybe I'm just in love with. Like, can we just talk about his belt? 
It's incredible. Honestly, I just, I can't deal. Like, this song in particular is, like, the way that the chorus is sort of structured. It Mm. just lends itself so well to this belting, raspy, like, just absolute, like, he just unleashes in this chorus, which is amazing. But something that I really, really love, because it's such a, like, when you sort of get down to the lyrics and sort of dissect it, it's a very depressing, very dark concept. Mm. Like, because the main bit that he belts is, like, um, like everything I touch turns to stone. Mm. And then the last line is, like, maybe I'm better off on my own. And then all of the instrumentation sort of disappears and that line just sort of hangs yep. in the air with, like, nothing around it. And then it goes back into, like, the acoustic guitar into the verse. And it's kind of just like, wait, hold on. We've just had, like, this huge, big, like, revelation. Like, yep. maybe I'm better off on my own. Maybe I am, you know, like, not worthy of love. And yeah. then it's like, it's we'll go silent. back into the chorus. And yeah. you're like, huh, hold on. Give me a second to, like, process what that was. But, yeah, it's such a... Exactly. <laughs> I just love the way that, that, like, those two lines are, like, produced and the instrumentation is put together. Because mm. it just... It just matches, like, word for word what, you know, like, the song means and everything, yeah. so. No, I agree. It's definitely, like, it's so interesting. He's got such a fascinating voice, and I don't think there's many people like that right now in the music industry. I think the closest comparison I, in my head right now is probably, like, James Arthur, maybe. Yeah. Even then, like, It's just not a different, real, yeah. It's just, like, a different, like, t- tone, but that's yeah, kind of, like, who sure. I think of in terms of like who's got such like a versatile voice and can do those belts yeah like, true yeah, yeah but yeah no that's fair enough he's definitely an interesting artist for sure yeah and such a cool dude yeah like, he seems so chill yeah i want to be his friend i know <laughs> like i just i just really want to be mates with lewis capaldi yeah agreed anyway so <laughs> under a rock maybe lewis capaldi that is mine what have you got vivian so my under a rock this week is drive by greta ray so this one came on the radio a few days ago and i was so fascinated by it because so it's greta ray she's an australian artist and um she wrote this when she was in high school which is like oh love that <laughs> um great as we always say we love artists that are younger than us and can produce songs like this. Yeah, and just so talented. Yeah. Like, can you stop, please? It's just like, I don't understand, you know? Um, so, <laughs> Who yeah. Who gave you the right to be so talented? <laughs> <laughs> so, with this one, it's really hard for me to sort of explain what, what genre, I guess, it kind of fits into. Because when I first heard it, what really, like, intrigued me was the verses... It's a very, like, storytelling song. Yep. Like, it it feels like she's literally just telling a story but making it melodic, which I love. I always love these kind of storytelling songs. But the verses, there's so many interesting lyrics. There's so many words fit into, like, one verse. Yeah. If you get what I'm trying to say. And it's the same with the chorus as well, which is really, really interesting. Because, you know, she's talking about, like, longing for someone who she's, like deeply in love with but in the verses she's talking about different like scenarios that she's been in with them and it's like it's just it's something that I've never well haven't really come across before um through music which is really fascinating the fact that she wrote this in high school as well is like how did you 
even think to you know sort of put those words together there's or... such a maturity there I yeah think amazing she's it's... just an incredible vocalist yeah exactly and you know like i think back to when i was doing music in high school trying to write a song i was like hmm okay let's see what rhymes <laughs> all of my compositions were trash like i they could were not listen all to trash. them yeah i can't listen to them now because <laughs> it's like it's just so cringeworthy but you know, it's just so... I think it's really cool to see such a young Australian artist make such interesting music, because I don't think there's a lot of that, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, my Under a Rock this week, Drive by Greta Ray. And now we're going to go into Caught My Ear, so I'll kick us off. And this week, my song is Frail State of Mind by The 1975. So, this is their latest song. They literally dropped it yesterday so it's very new um (laughs) it's coming off their next album notes on a conditional form which is supposed to come out in february 2020 so it's not that far away i'm so keen me too like i'm really excited and it's really interesting because what we've heard from this album so far is people which was (laughs) honestly A a lot it was i loved it like that is right down my lane but i know a lot of people were like what is happening yeah, I was um, a bit thrown off. I was like, mm, <laughs> do I really like the 1975 that much to put up with this song? Exactly. <laughs> but you have to admit, when it when they played it live, it, oh, was, it was great. Yeah, it was no, glorious. I definitely had a good time. <laughs> so good. Um, so, But this one is very different to people, which is why I picked it for Caught My Ear, because the production on this one is beautiful. I kind of feel like I'm in a rainforest when I'm listening to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. If you can picture what that is like, you'll understand what this song is. Honestly, if you've ever held one of those Rainmaker yep. instruments yep. and, like, twisted it and just help felt the rice go down and exactly. make the rain sounds, like, that's that's the entire song. <laughs> that's just the vibe in one, in, one like, thing. in one thing. Yeah. And the cool thing about this one is, like, you know, classic 1975, they, they play with such interesting sounds, like... Um, the percussion is really interesting on this one. It sounds, I don't know, like what sort of effects they've put on it to mani- to manipulate it, but it sounds very hollow mm. in a way, and it's very, you know, it's very hard to ignore when you hear it, and I, I love that. And um, I the- think one thing I just sort of thought of it now. Yeah, I feel like it sort of sounds like they're playing it in like a cave or like yeah in in like a well. It does sound like that. It's yeah, because like, it's not like reverb no as such but it's just like it's not there's nothing else there you can feel the space if yeah. that makes sense yeah um and yeah which is i love that effect so maybe they did record it like somewhere else like, yeah possibly you never rather know than a studio mm. um but the cool thing as well with this one is um like there's sort of like a vocal line that comes in every now and then in the background saying frail state of mind and it's really cool um it's very subtle and you know when maddie healy he's singing in the verses he's like oh i'm sorry for my and then frail state of mind comes in which is it's a really cool thing that just you know goes away and comes back there's not like a proper chorus yeah which is cool um and i think this song is very experimental in its sounds and you know, there's a few, like, auto-tune things, like, coming in here yeah. and there. But they don't sound 
Like it doesn't sound it atrocious. Sound, it's, it sounds more of an artistic choice yeah. than like a, I'm trying to mask the fact that I can't sing oh, because sure. he absolutely can sing and he doesn't need it. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, they, in their last album, um, they definitely experimented with autotune, you know, like in songs yeah. like Two Time and, you know, and it sounds like it's, it definitely does work for them. Um, they definitely know how to manipulate it well. So yeah, I'm really interested to see what this album is going to be because we've got like two different ends of the spectrum yeah. so far. <laughs> so who knows, guys? But um, yes, that is my caught my ear this week. Frail state of mind by the 1975. What is your caught my ear, Maddie? My caught my ear is from some Sydney um, artists. So it's called Summer Rain by Wave Racer featuring Kwame. So you may have heard of these people before, you may not. I haven't. Yep. Um, but Vivian picked up her ears when, yeah. when I mentioned Kwame. Kwame is such an interesting artist for sure. Like he's got such like an interesting flow, like when he raps and everything. So yeah, when you said Kwame, I was like, Ooh, okay. Hold on. Fascinated already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this this song is just altogether very, very interesting. It's very interesting to listen to. The production on it is unlike anything I've ever heard in my lifetime. Mm. Shout out to Wave Racer because this is incredible. Because I, because I'd never heard of who they were before. So I read up on their bio, and there's a little bit in his Spotify bio about him. And there's a line in there that says his sound is something sort of like, um, like an anime soundtrack or like a video game type yeah. thing. And that is honestly the perfect description of this song. It so sounds good. exactly like a video game soundtrack. Because the beginning, there's just like all these sort of like random samples. It's sort of like, it's basically like a patchwork quilt <laughs> of, <laughs> of like samples of things. Because there's like so many random sounds. Like there's, you know, like the cash like yeah like a cash sound and like there's and there's this really 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 weird sample right at the end that sort of comes i'm not sure if it comes in throughout the rest of the song but i know it's definitely at the end it's like this sort of like metal scraping on like metal it's like that transformers sound in a way yeah yeah it's you know it's like (laughs) one of those weird like mechanical or like in like a sword fight yeah or something like one of those like weird sound it's really really cool but the whole feel of the song, it's so bouncy and, like, all over the place. Yeah. And it's, there are some, there are a couple of beautiful lines in this song. <laughs> it's so, so good. So you can absolutely tell that it's Australian because they literally say no hat, no play. <laughs> Which is, like, no hat, classic. Like, honestly, my whole childhood. It's just, but like, then also, triggered when you hear that. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> and then also, they literally say the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> in this song like if you can if you can pull off having the line heebie-jeebies in a song i am like in awe yeah for sure like that is just <laughs> genius honestly like the chorus melody isn't something that i'm like hugely a fan of mm. like it's a bit like childish a bit not just lackluster yeah but um i think a big thing for that as well is because in the verse you do hear all these different samples and it's kind of like hyped up in a way and then when you get to the chorus it's like not so much empty but it almost feels like underwhelming yeah from that because it sort of like peters out yeah all of that because it sort of just like lets the chorus sit yeah so you can listen to it and then 
it goes back into the sort of like rapping and like yeah. bouncy sort of sample verse. But yeah, it's such such an interesting song, like production wise. Mm. So 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 cool. So yeah, that is my caught my ear for this week, Summer Rain by Wave Racer and Kwame. And that is it for this episode of the podcast, unfortunately. Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, etc., etc., YouTube, all the rest of it. We're probably on there. We try to be as available as we can. All the platforms. Um, let us know what you think about the songs that we talked about this week. We love hearing from you guys, whether you agree with us, whether you disagree, or when you guys suggest something new, like for our recommendation section. We haven't had anything for a while. We're feeling a bit sad. What's again. happening? <laughs> we need some more recommendations. We need Plums. some new songs. Yes. So please, you know, chuck us a DM. We'd love to react to any of your recommendations. And you can follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you on Monday with a new episode. See you then, guys. Bye.